In this episode of Talk to Us West Covina, you'll listen to one of the candidates running for the Office of City Treasurer in November 2022 as part of our special candidate series. We felt it is important to explain this series a little before we get to the interview. Each candidate for elected city treasurer were invited to appear on this podcast at separate individual times. A series of topics were provided to each candidate prior to the interview so they could be prepared for any questions presented. The questions asked each candidate were either the same or very similar. All candidates were provided a set of guidelines that would be followed along the process. We chose not to release any of the interviews until all candidate interviews were completed. The following candidates declined to appear on the podcast, Colleen Rosati and Marcia Solorio. We then released all city treasurer candidate interviews at the same time for everyone to listen to at their pleasure, which also prevented any candidate from having an unfair advantage by knowing the questions and answers from other candidates prior to their own interview. We invite you to listen to each candidate explain their positions and what they would do on certain topics of interest in the community. We also want to thank each candidate who came on the show for their willingness to be interviewed and openness to letting the public learn about them and their vision for West Covina. So I'm sitting here today with Sue Agino, who's running for city treasurer here in the city of West Covina. Sue, good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Um, well, today we're going to go a little bit into the city treasurer role. So first of all, I want to thank you for your time and uh, want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself and tell us why you decided to run for city treasurer. Thank you. First off, I want to say thank you to you, Steve, and to Jerry for um, putting on this podcast forum. I know it's a... Uh, new endeavor, a fun thing, and it's a good opportunity for candidates and people to get their voice and their message out there. And I also want to thank the Historical Society for allowing us to do it here. And um, myself, I'm um, my name is Sue Agino. I'm running for treasurer for the city of West Covina. I am a lifelong residence, resident. I was born here, as was my husband, and we've been married 35 years. We have three daughters, six grandkids under six, and we are pretty locked into West Covina. I, I feel very proud to be here. I feel very proud to have raised my family here. And so I'm committed to making sure that I can do whatever I can do to keep the betterment of West Covina going. And running for treasure, I'm hoping that that will be something that will be a successful move. Thank you for that. And so we're going to jump right into it. Um, only got a few questions for you, but the uh, a lot of people aren't sure what exactly the treasurer duties are. So we're going to jump into the treasurer's duties and responsibilities. And so many people in the city, as I mentioned, are not sure what the role of the city treasurer actually is and wanted to know if you can tell me what you believe the role of the treasurer is and what you feel are the responsibilities. Well, I will tell you, I going into this, I learned a lot hitting the ground running. And I wasn't really sure. I knew what the, I knew what the word treasure meant. I had been treasurers in PTA and all this, but it's a very different role in the city of West Covina. It actually is a role that comes with zero decision-making. It has zero financial responsibility, decision-making. It's more, I'm taking it more as a liaison between the residents, taxpayers and the city. I want to be able to be that bridge of that gap, almost like in my residence page two. I think it's very important for the residents and our taxpayers to be well-informed as much as they can be, because I know that in the city council, a lot of things get done behind back doors. I want to be able to bring those things to light 
and I and I really feel that that's basically the responsibility of this treasurer's position because they the city council has actually taken the vote away from the treasurer. They have no vote. So it's basically going to be an informational liaison position between myself and the residents, and I hope that I can bring to light a lot of things that need to be brought to light. Thank you. So we're going to move on to the next topic, and we're going to talk about one of the duties of the response uh, and responsibility of the treasurer is as a member of the audit committee in the city of West Covina. So this have a couple of questions for the audit committee part. Um, the first one is the city uh, has undergone two state audits, one in 2016 uh, by the state controller, one in 2020 by the state auditor, and each found that the city had, um, and I'm going to quote, serious and pervasive deficiencies in our accounting controls. Um, which is basically accounting methods. The state controller, uh, their audit led to the creation of the audit committee. And that was done by a previous council uh, for the purpose of trying to assist the city council with overall um, stewardship or or awareness. Um, Today, the audit committee's role is a little different. It's been modified, as you kind of pointed out. They don't no longer have a vote uh, on anything. But uh, they do have four core things to do. One is monitoring uh, implementation of the city's uh, financial recovery plan. One is uh, monitoring the financial reports to uh, report deficiencies or or deficits and reviewing the comprehensive annual financial report, which is known as CAFR, C-A-F-R, and also to make periodic reports to the council um, about the financial status of the the city. What do you hope to accomplish while a part of that committee or a member of that committee? Well, I'll tell you, I... I know that while watching city council meetings, there's a lot of people in the city of West Covina that are very, very aware of the finances and they have made it their life business. I appreciate that. I have not been that person. I've kind of taken a different way in West Covina, but I know that the city of West Covina cannot spend more than they bring in. That's just common sense. And I don't even think our city council has even the common sense moves financially that are going to better the city of West Covina. Big League Dreams is one of them. This pipe dream of having a, a health department is just, I, it, to me, it's just insane. When I, when I look around and I see what's going on in our city and I see buildings that are, that are vacant and I see properties that need to be taken care of. I mean, we're not taking care of the core of our house. We're, we're, this city council and this financial departments are looking so much into outside bigger dreams that we should be taking care of our house, the core of our house, the foundation of our house. And we're not doing that. And this, this city council and even some past and present will be too, is that they don't take the taxpayer's responsibility at core. And I think that you need to do that. Thank you. So the next question on that is, with respect to the audit committee and the duties which the members have to perform, you know, specifically to kind of your background, what do you think would be most useful in in this role? Honesty, some integrity, and to be able to work with the financial department that I know the treasurer, the current treasurer hasn't had a real good relationship to be able to do that. I think you need to be able to sit across the desk from somebody. If even if you don't agree with how they think or what they've done, or you're going to question what they've done, I think you need to be able to work together with people. And I don't think that that's been a successful thing for the treasurer as of now. 
I hope to be able to do that. I hope to be able to go in there, ask my questions and not be so adverse that people don't want to give me the information or push me aside or say that we don't have a vote. Maybe I'll, maybe there will be a time when I can get that vote again. We have to work together in city and in, and in public, because if we don't, we're never going to get anything done. They can always hide things from us. They can always push things through. But if we don't work together as a team, none of us are going to know what's going on. And the, 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 I don't want to say crimes. I don't want to say criminal financial doings, but there are things going on out there that a lot of the public disagree with. And we have the right to know what's going on before it happens, not after it's happened and not after they've spent $70,000 or, you know, whatever astronomical amounts of money are just to try to find out something. We need to know what their plans are so that we can have a say in it, not have it be done. And I want to be that person in there to open that door to the other opinions in the city of West Covina so we can all work together as a team. If we can't, it's none of us are going to be okay. Thank you. So last question on, on the audit committee, the, uh, during the last um, city budget process, the city council adopted a budget that was considered balanced. I use considered in, in air quotes, but then they added 30 new employment positions that unbalanced the budget by hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, how would you address this to the city council, city manager, and or chief financial officer in the city? Well, I think the contracts are one of the, one of the worst things that we have going on in the city of West Covina, whether it be police and fire, whether that be the majority of our budgets, and it always is. But I think there's other contracts too that need to be looked at. And the Athens contract for one, I think I would love to, I want to be in the position to go into some of these contracts and read back into the contracts and say, okay, you know what? 40% for Athens in the last five months, six months, it's gone up 40%. I can pay my bill. I know that there's a lot of the West Covina residents that this bill is making the difference between putting food on the table or getting your trash picked up. And I think that the contract was not, I will say not a good contract at all. I don't think open-ended contracts are something that is going to be good for anybody, but I would want to be able to go in there and look at the contracts, make sure that they're being utilized, make sure that the services that we're paying for that are within the body of these contracts are still being used. Because sometimes, you know, on page one doesn't necessarily mean what page nine means we're getting. I want to make sure that the residents have what they are paying for. Thank you. So moving on, you mentioned the health department a minute ago. That's our next topic. Uh, In 2021, the city of West Covina, the council voted to separate from the Los Angeles County Health Department and create a city-run health department, which is going to be at a substantial cost to the city and its residents. What is your opinion on this idea and what would you do if elected a treasurer in regards to the creation of the city health department? Well, first off, I don't know that I will have a lot of any ability to do anything except for, again, bring to light. The health department, I think, is a very unreasonable task to take. Like I had said before, our house is on fire. We don't need to be pouring gasoline on it. And that's what's happening. We have so many other things in the city that need to be done that this health department should not even be in consideration right now. And the funds that are going to it shouldn't even be considered. I understand that there's 
that, that they, they want to be able to use it as the betterment for our businesses to have more control over fees and that to speed things up. But the health department has so many other functions. And I mean, we basically can't even keep our maintenance department together. And you're going to be talking about the duties of a health department on my residence page. I have become very friendly with the health departments because I have to call County health departments when, you know, transients have left things and our city can't pick them up, won't pick them up. And so the health department has to do it. There's a lot of channels. There's a lot of work to be done. And like I said, I just don't think our city is ready to move on to a health department and financially we can't do it. Thank you. The thing here that I was going to bring up is transparency in government or, or during candidate seasons. A lot of candidates talk about transparency um, or balance in government. If you want to say, see it on a lot of campaign mailers or flyers. But the question really is what does transparency mean to you? And, and what would you do to increase it in regards to the role of the city treasurer? Well, I think transparency is, and I use the word transparency. I think it's a pretty overused word, but I will say being that I've worked in the residence department with my residents, my West Covina residents take your neighborhood back page. I have always felt and tried very hard to work with the residents and to make sure, I mean, there's a lot of things that I've done that people don't like, or they've done that I don't like, but we still all have to, we all still have to talk to each other to find a medium. And we have to be honest in that decision-making and we have to be forthright because if we're honest and we bring things out into the light we're going to find solutions for them. We're going to find, we're going to find ways to work on things together. We might not take the same path, but as long as we're honest and forthright, we will find a way to work together. And that's what's lacking right now is nobody's working together. And like on our residence page, I created that to be almost like a virtual neighborhood watch. And it works incredibly well because people all talk to each other. And I don't know. I have, I had COVID real bad. I had COVID real bad, spent 15 days in the hospital. And it was during a time that was very scary. There wasn't a lot of answers for COVID and the shots and all this, but this kind of falls into transparency is that I took pictures of myself in the hospital. They were not becoming pictures at all. Horrible pictures. Didn't even know if I was going to live. I wanted it to be out there to say, you know what? Look, this is what I'm going through. If you guys have any questions, ask me because we're all learning together. When all my hair fell out, I had people, I had 50 women say, Sue, this is what's happening to me. If you're transparent and you're honest and you don't care how it feels, because sometimes being transparent isn't a good feeling. It's, it's kind of a scary thing. And, but if you're, oh, if you're okay to walk through that door and be transparent and work with people and look people in the eye with respect, you're going to be okay. As long as we're all working together, I think we can find that medium. I'm, I'm not going to pretend to think that I'm going to go in there and make this huge difference. I don't. I don't think that I can do that. But if I can make baby steps better than what's going on right now or differently, I won't say better, but differently, then I've achieved something. And that's what I'm hoping to do. Thank you. The, the very last question I have for you is uh, related to deficit spending. You know, the city has for several years spent more money than we are bringing in, which is a lot of times known as deficit spending. Um, as we all know, when you spend more money than you have, it's kind of the first signs of being financially irresponsible or possible bankruptcy. 
What are your positions on the practice of deficit spending? And, and if you're elected to the city treasurer, what will you try to do uh, in relation to this? Well, I think with deficit spending, uh, it's kind of like your own bank account. And I did accounting for a tax firm. I was an admin person for eight years. So I know the checks and balances and the reds and greens and blacks. And they in the city, they know them too. But you can't run a city and you can't run a household budget on a hope and a prayer. You can't. You have to have solid, good decision-making. You have to have solid financial paths. And I think in our city, we're not doing that right now. And just like your household budget, you cannot spend more than you bring in. If you do, then you're paying a percentage for money that you shouldn't be spending. So it all comes down to that, that kitchen table conversation of we cannot spend more than we bring in. And I think it comes down to a little good, old, wholesome, common sense. And I hope to bring that to the table, to our kitchen tables. Well, thank you for that. And I will tell you that, um, you know, we've pretty well covered all the questions that I had here for you today. I personally want to let you know that, uh, and I tell this to everyone who's ever put their name on a ballot. Um, it takes a lot of guts, a lot of courage. And for me, it's a lot of respect to even put your name on the ballot. So I thank you for that. First of all, I do want to give you an opportunity to give you a chance to kind of make a, a closing statement, if you will, uh, talk a little bit about anything we've already covered, talk about anything that you want to talk about, about your campaign or anything that, uh, that you want to bring up. And I will let you say whatever you would like to say. Thank you. That's kind of scary. <laughs> um, I will say, being a, a lifelong resident of West Covina, I feel a huge responsibility. In a, in a time now, um, I'm almost I'm going to be 60 years old. My daughters are grown. They're in healthy marriages, beautiful grandkids. I'm being able to spend some of that time with them now and now going to soccer games and baseball games, which is a whole thing because – I did. I have my husband and I coached for many, many years. I coached at West Covina High School, and I I really like that part of it. And I think that there's a huge responsibility to my city. This is my city, and this is where I raised my kids, and this is where I chose to put my roots down. And I see it going in a different way, and it's a pretty scary time for a lot of people. That were a lot of my friends that I went to high school that were born around here. They're making the choices whether to move or stay. We're choosing to stay. And again, I'll refer back to residence page. We stayed, we created residence page to fight back against homelessness and crime and, and the thought of our police department saying, we can't do anything about it. Well, okay, you can't, we can. So grassroots efforts, they work. And we as a community that are here and staying, we want to be safe in our community. We want to know our, we want to know our city council has our best interests we want to know that we are financially sound, and we want to know that our taxpayer dollars are being spent with our best interests in mind. And I don't believe that that's true right now. So I'm hoping that coming into this treasurer's position, and hopefully I can make a difference in that. But I will say anybody who's listening and anybody who's supported my campaign, I truly appreciate it. I appreciate everybody's thoughts and vote. I would be honored to have your vote and I would do my best to do what I can. Well, thank you. And I, and like I said, I, I respect anyone who puts their name on the ballot. Uh, it's obviously a lot of courage to do that. You face a lot of interesting things as I've been a candidate myself. So I'm, I remember th things I was told on the campaign trail. So I, like I said, I really mean that I respect anyone who puts their name on the ballot. It's very courageous to do that. 
Um, but for the most part, uh, you know, Sue, I want to thank you for coming today, taking some time out of your schedule, sharing yourself with the, the community and tell us a little bit about yourself. And I want to wish you the best today. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank you. I want to thank Sue for participating in the candidate series for this podcast. And I wish all the candidates luck in their campaigns. Listed in the podcast description, you'll find the contact information for Sue and her campaign so that you can continue your research into each candidate. Don't forget to listen to each of the candidates for all of the city offices to help you become a better informed voter for this election. And also, please do not forget to subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified of future podcast episodes. Also, if you know of a topic to discuss or a guest to interview, please let us know. Have a great day.